This is the John Oakley Show podcast. With our panel, Peter Sherman, David Wills, and Stephen Holliday, and uh, a topic worthy of discussion is uh, whether Justin Trudeau, I know the election and the writ's about to drop, so, uh, you know, it's going to be trying to fire on all eight cylinders, but boy, uh, they may have, uh, they may hit a few barriers on the way out of the blocks. In fact, uh, we were just discussing the Steelworkers Union has decided to cast a lot with the NDP. Now there's talk that, uh, I guess the Federal Court of Appeals will hear cases from environmentalists and activists who want to stall the pipeline out west, and that includes indigenous groups, so uh, his indigenous cred may be suffering as a consequence there. You know, I'm not even entirely sure that he wants to see this thing go through. He might actually be doing the silent rah-rah for the obstructionist, Peter Sherman. I mean, do you think he's sincere that he wants to get this pipeline built? I I suspect that he is. Um, I don't know if he thinks it's legitimately possible, given what's coming for the challenges that some parties want to want to go against it or want to throw against it um but the thing about trudeau at this point is he's like the guy who fell into the sewage disposal plant and came out and he smells like a a bed of roses i don't i don't get it and and i i take a look at all the parties and i say well in a perfect world who has the policies that i could wrap my arms around and i've got to tell you as a fellow who's a self-declared conservative i don't really know all right well you know when you talk about uh trudeau he's tripped in uh, crap and fell in clover. Uh, I'm wondering, because it seems to me like even uh, the hipsters now who have embraced him previously, you know, uh, they seem to be making a mockery of the guy. Uh, that Netflix show, Patriot Act, with uh, Hassan Minaj. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> making the rounds now uh, in various, you know, mainstream and legacy media outlets showing this because uh, Minaj sits down with Trudeau, I guess wins his confidence, blindsides him with some questions that are a little sensitive, uh, like, you know, how how you continue to deal with Saudi Arabia when you talk up a, a good human rights game, for example, and uh, being the ardent feminist that you portray yourself to be, and then Jody Wilson-Rabel, he's sandbagging a guy or kneecapping him at every turn. Trudeau, just kind of like a deer caught in the headlights, did not look that good. He's off script, so he's obviously awkward. And I'm just wondering, you know, uh, once you've lost the room with this demographic, uh, what does that say? How does that portend for your uh, fortunes going forward, Stephen Holliday? Well, I think he's in trouble. And, you know, I, I laughed out loud when I read some of the transcript of that interview. I think, uh, you know, many politicians, uh, you know, face this. Over time, people begin to become more familiar with you, with your persona, and people learn your weak spots or push buttons, and they can manipulate you. Uh, I think the fault lies in this particular case with the the show run by Minaj is uh, where were his handlers looking at uh, putting him on the air there? They should have known that uh, Minaj there is a, a witty guy, is sharp, and uh, would be be clever enough to play on his weaknesses. And it does begin to erode um, uh, confidence of pe- people see that show and that will change votes even though it's a comedy show you know it is a bit of journalism it is based out of the u.s but there are canadian viewers and uh, there is a constituency base that would have voted for him before as you said the hipster crowd that sees that and says the heck with this guy he looks foolish and it's it's not even on uh, the depth of the topic it's just how he shows and that's the truth in voting there are nerds like us that read the policy that look deep into that 
And there's others that just say, you know, I just don't like this guy for whatever reason. I'm going to vote for someone else. Well, that's why I couched it in the phrase, you lost the room. When you lose the room, uh, it's hard to get it back. And so, David Wills, I mean, is this like a tipping point of sorts? No, absolutely not. It embarrassed him, there's no doubt. And I agree with Stephen. I don't know what the thought process was. I'm putting him on the show. If you've ever watched the guy, you know, he slices and dices, right? Like Like they're... You know, that was not unusual for his approach to these things. So I don't get the strategy. And I think, you know, whether they're thinking, oh, it'll be fun. It'll show how international he is, that Americans are paying attention. But, you know, he it, it was embarrassing. I don't think it, uh, you know, I don't think that uh, a whole bunch of viewers went out and said they're going to vote for Andrew Shear, or Jagmeet Singh or... Uh, you know, no, anybody else. Like, I don't. I don't think it was a, a needle mover in that way. But I think it just—it's another little pile on of like, what were you thinking? Well, no. Okay, so you're connecting a lot of dots. I mean, you could dial it back to the India trip. Uh, you can dial it back to the uh, paper plastic water bottle thing. I mean, and so as it continues on, it's like a cavalcade of faux pas. And he don't look that sharp. Sure. Whereas back in 2015, he was given the benefit of the doubt. Everybody's lauding him on superficialities. Okay, so here's the thing: you're you're loading up. There's this. There's that. There's this. There's that. Nobody has taken been able to take advantage of it. It hasn't moved the needle. Well, like, how do we know? The, well, the problem well, is who, who looks who looks sharp in that in that fivesome, if I can use the the word. Uh, I guess the sharpest looking one is Jugmeet Singh, and he hasn't got any kind of pepper power to take him through an election. Then you've got uh, Sheer, who is is at this point ill defined and being defined by other people. You've got Trudeau, who keeps sticking his foot in it uh, in in the incidents like the ones that John has just described. And then you've got Elizabeth May. Need I say more? So what are you what are you supposed to vote for? This is what I mean. What are they, are you voting for policies? I, mean, I thought you were building to a vote Mad Max uh, conclusion no, 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 here. Mad, <laughs> He doesn't even figure at this point. But the bottom line here is I would like to vote for the party of my choice. The party of my choice is typically uh, conservative. But at this point, I probably will cast that vote only because I can't find anybody else. Uh, well, let, me just, let me just interject by saying, and I know it's been expressed on past programs, that elections mean something. Mm-hmm. And uh, debates may actually mean something only in terms of uh, solidifying impressions or it's a confirmation bias. And if this... Uh, perception that is now drip, drip, drip being formed of Justin Trudeau, whereas before he might have been given the benefit of the doubt, well, he's just uh, maybe awkward in the phrasing here, blah, blah, blah. People may actually now ascribe that to being a vacuous, empty vessel. And so this is where maybe the worm has turned. That's all I'm saying. That's why I think yeah. th- this may be, uh, you know, a, a bit of a well, significant thing. We're, all, we're also seeing, you know, it's interesting you raise debates because we're seeing history repeat itself, right? Like the I saw lots of things going out because in 2015, Stephen Harper limited the number of debates that he wanted to do. Justin Trudeau is now limiting the number of debates that he wants to do. It's always hard when you're the incumbent because the the bullseye is squarely on your forehead, right? So The incumbent uh, you know, disadvantage. The, the incumbent <laughs> disadvantage. And I'm not, I you know, I'm with Peter on that the nobody has shone ahead yet. That maybe maybe the debates are going to be where people start to to pay attention. I do think campaigns matter, and I like I think Doug Ford proved that you can go from nowhere to winning in pretty short order because you know he was la- it was laughed at that he didn't stand a chance, and then boom, right? Like so, you know these things people pay attention very intently in a shorter period of time now. Yeah, well, I think uh, social media has played a role as an accelerant. You were going to say something? Is this a commentary, though, on the upcoming election and its lack of 
deep policy issues with Canadians. That you know, the fact is, we're sitting around the table here talking about the leaders of the party. At the end of the day, you're voting for the party and its policies. I mean, that's the way that I vote in elections. But uh, but the focus has always been, and the focus of the discussions I've had with people, casual conversations over a coffee, is always about the leaders, and it seems to be very superficial. And I really take your point that there's been all of these faux pas. And they all begin to accumulate and catch up. And that's what I meant by incumbent disadvantage, that as you stay in power, uh, more and more people find fault with you. And it can be a small thing and it sticks with you. And it doesn't matter how good of a job you've made. They will remember that it was a water bottle. They will remember the India picture. They will remember what it is that has bothered them about you. And uh, for that reason, I think uh, Mr. Trudeau is in trouble with a number of Canadians and I'm looking forward to seeing what those big election topics are going to be, and maybe we'll see them in the debates. I think he's going to win. As of right now, I, I'm not happy to say that, but I think he's going to win as of right now. And the debate that I've been having in my circle, is it a minority or is it a majority? And I, I remember sitting on one of these panels with you, John, in the summer, and uh, I, I said, Un- unless somebody gets into the business of defining themselves properly, this guy's going to walk back in because there doesn't look to be any further choice. So there are those of us who vote party. I'm one of those guys, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not voting for a leader. I'm voting for a party because I can't bring myself to vote for Trudeau. And in my view, there's nobody else. All right, except he's so strongly identified as the liberal brand. But uh, I wanted to come back with a leader who's. Uh Trying to, I guess, uh, set a record straight here, and uh, it's the tale of the also-rans, Jugmeet Singh and Elizabeth May. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.